everyone, and welcome to Dreamer Talks. My name is Abby Volkovich, and I'm your host. It is my job on this podcast to introduce you to dreamers from many different fields and walks of life. It is important to note that we can learn many things from the people we surround ourselves with. This is why I have ventured out to interview dreamers who are willing to share their journey with us. Today, I'm joined with Raz Galor. He is the most famous Israeli in China. Uh, Raz, Are you sure? Maybe it's Aran Zavi, the football uh, player? Or is it me? I've, I've heard people refer to you that way. <laughs> Can you please uh, share with us uh, the track of how you got to uh, wow. be known as that for some people? A dreamer, a dreamer's track. Yeah? <laughs> We're all dreamers here. For sure, for sure. Wow. First of all, thanks for being here, man. That's amazing. I love the stuff. It sounds like my, my voice sounds much more like radio voice music. <laughs> the way I got to where I am is I was um, forced. I didn't even know where I'm going to. But when I was 13, my dad was like, you're packing up your bags and you're moving outside Israel. I grew up really nearby here. This is Herzliya. I grew up in Ranana. Tiny little town in a very Jewish school. Majority Hebrew. My English was terrible. Don't even talk about other languages. And when I was 12 and a half, when I was like, ooh, Raz, after your bar mitzvah, we're taking the family to China. And we're like, what is China? I had no idea where I'm coming in from, um, coming in for. And long story short, I was immersed into the um, international community in Hong Kong first, and later on to the Chinese community in Beijing. Over the last 12 years, already 12 years past, it's amazing to say that, it's like half my life, I have um, became a, a student in China and then an entrepreneur in China and then a famous internet celebrity. And that all was a journey inspired by my father who is himself an investor in many different startups. And he saw a vision of us building something in China when we were young and I was only about 19 when I started my first company in China. And the one thing that picked up in our different entrepreneurial endeavors, which I'm not going to get too details on, we tried an Airbnb for experiences. We tried to build a whole new system for fans to watch football or soccer. Um, the one thing that picked up was creating video content that is about life in China from our perspective, people like me who speak the language, know the culture. And talk about and then we built um, a whole company around foreigners living in China and one of them is Israeli me who happened to be um, with a bunch of followers um, to be exact we I personally my accounts in total the ones I show up has around 22 million subscribers wow. and then we manage more than 80 million subscribers um, including all the other influencers we work with and it's been uh, it's been a long ride. I'm 26 soon, and you know, sky's the limit. Okay, that is uh, a crazy mm. adventure, uh, from what it sounds like. Uh, and I'll I'll get into a bit of it. Um, we share in our story mm. of how we've gotten to where we've gotten the fact that we didn't really have this choice of moving to a new country. So I kind of I wanted to, to kind of delve into this point uh, of Going to this new environment, you know, I went from Mexico to Canada and I also had to learn English from zero. All I really knew was the basics. Uh, 
I can even probably, I think I even knew less than you did because I think the English education here in Israel is a bit better than the one in Mexico. When uh, I went to order in McDonald's, the first weekend was in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And they speak majority English there. And anyways, I was like, I want a double cheese booger. Because in Hebrew you say booger. Hamburger. I want a double cheese booger. And then my friends were like, like started laughing. And I was like, what do you want? They're like, oh my God, what? Like, what do you want, Raz? You're embarrassing us. Like in front of the, on the counter in McDonald's, I want a booger. A job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the boogers. Wow. The boogers. And then oh, later on, my friend, I had a bunch of stories how Hebrew inspired English made me have so many embarrassing moments. Right. Like it was, it was ridiculous. Like, um, I can go into more stories, but you probably have similar yeah, stories so too. A hundred percent. I think, uh, Every immigrant, and I think if there's people listening now yeah. who, even if they're moving to a new country right now, can definitely connect with the story of messing up a slight variation in the accent and it yeah. means completely something different. Um, now, when I'm back in Israel after 12 years, I mess up Hebrew. Right. So I don't have it easy back home. Like everywhere I am now, I'm like an, right. an, an, I, an immigrant. I wanted to transition to that. <laughs> you know, I've, I don't know if you've heard the phrase, once an immigrant, always an immigrant. This right? is exactly this is the best phrase I ever heard. You know, I in Canada, I'm known as the Mexican. Oh. Just like you in China are known as the Israeli. Right. But then you come back to Israel and people know you as oh, the guy that lives the, in China. Asini. Asini. The Chinese, yeah. Yeah. So it it's almost I think this notion of kind of never feeling at home or I don't know, I don't want to call it home cuz uh I feel at home definitely uh in Israel or, or wherever I am. But I think the the notion of people always seeing you as a foreigner, uh, for me at least, it gives me kind of a license to be different. I don't know if you can connect to that at all. Interesting way to see it. Some people say, oh, be different. Try to be different. But it's like, what? How? Like, what? I have to be the best at something else. I have to be the best in my team. If you're a foreigner, you're different on, on default. You're already so different. You're like, yeah, so man. Go let's, ahead and let's be crazy. <laughs> to be honest, I have definitely leveraged in a positive way the being different and building a platform based on this being so unique or different in a culture that is completely different than yours and we we leveraged and made different we embraced it we made different as the being the most centric message right the difference of somebody actually is an opportunity for him to be more local now what i'm saying what i'm trying to say is that by being different, I had a chance to get introduced to be, oh, you don't know much about my culture. Come, I'll tell you all about it. Got I it. felt like I kept getting information because I was so different. You're always being welcomed. Always being. Whereas like, opposed, if you were a local. Yeah, oh, he people, probably knows that. He probably gets that. People wouldn't welcome you. you wouldn't, mm-hmm. Even if you're a local, somebody don't know things about your own place, your own culture, because it's like things change a lot and there's so much to learn. But when you're local, people don't come and explain to you everything. Like they put you food on the table, like that's the food you probably know. Like, but no, I don't know this food. Right. It's like it's. But when you're a foreigner, you always get explained everything. So your right. knowledge is like boom, boom, boom. And so I much think knowledge. It's in your also head. the other way around. As a foreigner, you're always more curious in a way because you know that you have so much missing within that culture yeah. that you're not exposed to. Uh, I remember back in Toronto. You know, I lived in Toronto for twelve years or so, and the amount of times I went to the CN Tower which is like the most touristy thing. I think I went twice in all of those 12 years. 
but any tourist has probably been way more times because every time they come they take their cousin that hadn't gone and yeah. they always go so it's, it's very similar you know in that sense there are a lot of different things in your local community that you might not be exposed to because you think ah i'm a local i know everything right. here that's a message for the people watching if they, if they open your eyes you know being a foreigner helps you but now that you realize well maybe foreigners are getting more information than you you might find yourself going to the kotel in hebrew in israel yeah the western wall the western wall uh, or going to harabait which is our most holy place and realize that the tourists there know much more about everything of your history and culture than you because mm-hmm. they just spent time taking a guide and learning right things that maybe you you forgot from school or you and it's fascinating i was um as an israeli went to the western wall and the harabait like the dome of the rock area mm-hmm. and i was shocked by the amount of information I, i hired a tour guide for all these years of my life i didn't know these things existed like i'm not going to go into details but it was eye-opening to whatever like i wish like i want to be a tourist a foreigner here in israel i think i will learn israel much faster than just being a local right. so that's a great point i think us being foreigners helped us you know as you go be creative <laughs> And make cool stuff. He's referring to the shirt I'm wearing. There is an amazing shirt right here. <laughs> Avi is the man. Yeah, no, I think... Right. And I think also that mentality uh, keeps going for all the business, you know, attempts that you, you mentioned earlier, you know, yeah. because you, you right. keep searching for new things and, and eventually something stuck. And it happened to be that it was actually really connected to this specific point, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly true. You started the conversation saying, I'm the most famous Israeli in China. Yes, that is my personal story and the current situation. But what we're doing is much greater than Raz's um, audience or mm-hmm. Raz's reach or Raz's fame. We built a platform called the Y platform, mm-hmm. which leverages on the fact that people in different countries and people who live in different countries are not local, have bring a very unique perspective and knowledge that usually is rare and And very worth documenting and with the tools that we have cameras and odd videos and social platforms and sharing platforms we can leverage the foreigner perspective not only in China as Raz Israel in China also mm-hmm. if you have Avi here in Israel or you have Josh in India as long as they live in that country have a interest in it they speak the language to some extent and And they they want to share their ideas we want to build a platform and build their audience in that local country so we have the why China which is our first grand project which under it has 30 different people around the world who live mm-hmm. in China and then we have the why India which is an Indian focused platform um, a bit smaller scale than the Chinese one at this point and then we're building things um, fitting to Israel as well why Israel right and then later on can be why for every country right um, So this is how this mentality built a whole platform and we wish that this will be a new trendy thing for each country to have its own perspective. They can learn about the country through the foreigners living there. Now, foreigner is a very aggressive word. Mm-hmm. Like, there's many, there's other ways there's, to use it. People always say foreigner or alien say, or... But le- yeah, I like to use like expats, international right. community, or in Hebrew we say chulnikim, which is like people being abroad. You know? Right. We invented it. I mean, kind of. <laughs> Avi invented it by the way by the way this is a proof that a copyright to Avi that he brought Hulnikim <laughs> the name to life so mm. if I ever take it away and run away with it you can <laughs> now you know, I have it on video <laughs> he has it on video Hulnikim <laughs> is Avi 
<laughs> yeah, if I run away from him, I'll call it Khulim. <laughs> it sounds like Khulim, which means sick people. Yeah, you guys will have to stay, yeah. uh, stay tuned for Khulnikim content coming up soon. Oh, yeah. So based on this, like what we did in China, we're going to bring it to other countries. And people like, I'm not the one to fit the Israel project. We want to bring people that are more internationally involved, like from all around the world. You have Avi is a ex- classic example. Ole Hadash, the, the army has so much unique perspectives on our culture. We, we think we can, we can really leverage being the foreigner on the media side. So you guys look forward for what we have in store. It's, it's very fun. It, it's going to be extremely funny. I'm yeah. also I'm very excited to start uh, all the different you know, videos and uh, avenues yeah. of content that we're going to pursue there. Uh, one other, you know, when we talk about content, I think it's very important for someone right now, if, if someone's listening and also wants to start becoming an influencer or or for his voice to be heard what would you recommend would be the number one thing that helped you when you were starting out i think i only when i look back how i started mm-hmm. i made all these assumptions and and um how i would be successful how would i build an audience and when i look back now at this time i think a lot of the things i started with were not the right tools i think i used the the like the one thing that made a real difference was not my strategy how to be popular and create content that's meaningful and has an audience the only strategy that kept me going and kept me having access to success closeness to reach that next hundred thousand million views was persistence what i did is that i dedicated my entire life on this one thing i even gave up some school stuff gave up friends time i gave up i spoke 95 percent of all of my life attention towards creating a channel everything i was around me that i touched i had to bring this idea in i tried to leverage on all of my attention on this one thing over a long period of time and once i gave up i did this that's like made me have the platform for success so my message is that to start it you have to have all in strategy i am all in already 5 years and i haven't rested i'm still ch- i'm still hustling like i hustled from the beginning in terms of mm-hmm. my mind is hustling all the time and if you are in that mindset there's no way you will not build an audience how big will it be of course you got to be strategize have a team sometimes you have to have the right niche the right luck the right, right. platform the right and i think a lot of it also if i if i may jump in yeah uh, is also uh learning with that time you're able to uh look back at your errors throughout that process you yeah, know like i i just a talk with your roommates who were talking about nas daily mm-hmm. and he was talking about how nas's style is really cool and how he's personalized and and i think this is an amazing element of his success. But one thing that his classic example, Nas Daily is a guy who made 1,000 one-minute videos a day for 1,000 days straight. This just says the story. A guy to reach his level of 20 plus million followers on a platform, 100% through his day-to-day struggle of persisting on making content, he has a vision, you have a vision, you have your style, you have your personality, you bring it in once, you bring it into its extreme perfect use only when you are 100% all in. So people who want to do it seriously, first step is all in 
you know you are taking a one, give yourself a 12 months space to try and fail. If after one year is really not for you, it's okay to take a step back. Because like I said, one year is significant time also now in our age. But also one year is not enough. I will even give myself two years if I'm, if I have or three years. All right, I think the one year is the, the, the moment to, yeah. to test or, or even right. ask yourself, do I want to keep going? That's and, true. Or do, or, and if you, if you do, then invest double the amount or, or you know, keep going. and Keep this. You have to be the first and second year and fifth year. If I to look back, mm-hmm. the, the, I'm, the, I'm still 100% into that project like I was in the first year. It didn't change. The level of focus didn't change. And that way I can keep being there. And I didn't lose my audience. And I'm expanding horizons and I'm building the company around it. The, the mentality from day one, if you get it wrong, you are very likely to, even when you reach fans, to just drop again. So I'm saying is like, you double down after a year if you succeed in terms of like, okay, you continue. But if you feel like, okay, it's not for me, it's not, stop. Because it might not be for you. And also don't do many things at the same time. The more things you do, people think you learn a lot. If you want to be an influencer, okay, influencer. Just do, build this one channel. Everything around else, take part in extra classes, extracurricular activities, travel with your friends, none of it. This is how you beat the, I think Gary Vee, which is a, an inspiration of you, I know, and, yeah. and of mine as well. I think he said like, what are weekends for? You know, like I don't have weekends, because I think all the time about work. Like, but work does, it's not like in the bed, like I go to work in office, like I'm, right. my brain is keeps consuming one thing. I'm building Gary V channel. He's building it, constantly thinks about it. He's lucky to have a team now, but I think when he grinded on his wine business, right? he just did videos on wine fucking like, sorry. He <laughs> did, did videos of wine for like, I don't know, like 10 years? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he didn't had change. Where he didn't 10 have. 10 years viewers and and he did it continuity yeah yeah like it's it's an obvious like but again it's so hard for people to take this risk i understand right i was privileged because i had my dad who gave me backing mentally and even financially right and even he told me you're in school and i was in college then i was first year student he's like just pass schedule 60 plus just so i had to put aside some time for school But even there in school, all I was doing was looking for the next person to interview for my video. Like you, I was like, who is the next going to be on my podcast, right? So I was like, I was, I was, I was doing my work, but I was like, what am I, what, how can I, I make videos about me de- doing exams in school, like about all the experiences from my exams. Because I was always like, how can I leverage my life experience to right. my channel? So my channel was the main central point of my life. Even if it was, I was dating a girl back then and I couldn't give enough time for her because of this and I had to give up. Right. I could not be dating and I couldn't be making friends that are pure friends. I didn't have a friend group just for fun. I, I couldn't because I was, I want to build an audience. So I owe all my time to my audience, you know, five right. minutes. And I think yeah. this, this also connects, I think, to any, uh, I think not just like influencers in, in the sense of people who are creating content, but people who have a passion for, you know, music or, or yeah. oh, an, an art in general, you know. I think or a business <laughs> it depends you know to be honest you can have a really good job mm-hmm. from nine to five five days a week you're really good at it and then you let that 5 p.m plus until the night and the weekends off for your, your family and friends mm-hmm. you can have great careers great misses many many industries but you can't be an influencer like this right it, th- that's my point like you can have a great life Influencer doesn't mean it's a great life you just you want to do it or not you want to yeah, hustle it's a and grind. certain it's it's one item from the 
options available in life, you know? Yeah, and I think it fits some people to do it. It's a great place to work it in this era because it's growing fast. Even Corona comes, it's still not affected. It's still growing. Digital, digitalization, content is up there and there's money thrown in, there's people, there's great talents, you know? It's a great place to be, but it's not the only path for success, you know? Right, I, I think I'm jealous of people who have a great balance of work and life. Right. I'm so jealous. I sometimes I, I get really depressed thinking about how much of I missed of my university life, how many friends, many friends I could have made, how much time I could spend more with my friends even here. But because I didn't, I missed out, mm -hmm. you know? But then you know that's why it's an all in strategy. It's uh Right. It's not a and it's not a job. It's like it's an all in. I think also yeah. you know we you you mentioned success and also you mentioned Gary Vee before. I think it's the whole. He always says that he wants to revolutionize the concept of success, right? Uh, as a, lo a lot of people view success as financial success, but mm. I agree with Gary in, in in a big way that success is more of just uh, being happy and 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 you know satisfied in a way with the life that you're aiming towards and that's not to say to be satisfied and you know kick back and relax you know you got to keep that drive going forward yeah but it's more of defining for yourself what success means and i think what you mentioned is that for for you or for for certain people it could be you know becoming an influencer and, and putting your voice out there and changing yeah. and and telling your story but that's at the same time there could be that person like you said the nine to five yeah. and then you're able to be with friends kick back relax and, yeah, and i think it's redefining that whole concept definitely man like wow like yeah like i don't know what success means yet. i don't think i know what success is yet it's mm -hmm. great to people like gary who has so many years of experience they're more qualified to say and i think they're inspiring um my case because we're on the show now on the podcast like most other influencers, not most, but some, where I built a network of influencers under our management. So my success is beyond my me as Raz. It's beyond my image. Mm -hmm. It's about building others constantly wow. and finding talents. So I became a talent incubator. So my success will be defined if how many people can I take them to the next level on digital media. When I started with this concept from day one, from day one, we were building a platform that we call it a multi-channel network. We built a platform where we can create multiple accounts under us through a concept and a methodology of making videos. And that's one way we decided. And I think it was the right choice for me. Some people, they don't want to do this. Some people want to focus on their team. They can work with themselves with another person. They can have a small team at home and they can do Twitch live streams all day. Mm -hmm. And they will be will be satisfied. But the strategy of me being like this, the mentality of being all in was extremely similar to everyone else that decided to take different paths in the influencer world. Mm -hmm. I do the more businessman platform path. Mm -hmm. Some people just do personal success right. path. Um, and... Our mentality is, hasn't changed. I haven't seen anyone different. NASA's whole business is different than how I build it. We're both so-called influencers in different places, different cultures, but our mentality is so all in. Um, so it's, yeah, this is pretty much, if that's a message I give to this podcast is like, do you have it in you or not? Do all in. And if you do, start grinding.
you know, start failing. You know, the amount of times we failed, man, ooh. I, I failed last week, like videos that I tried to do and didn't reach even 10% of what I thought it would reach. Mm-hmm. And I take it hard for me. Sometimes it, it, like I have a, it's a full day, I'm just like down. But that right. means I care about it. Like when a failure hits you, it's not about, oh, whatever, I'll be successful. Like, you can take it in and be like, oh, I got no views. You know? and do you but, have any but techniques okay. like, to move past the fit? Fa- like past the, I don't, I don't even like calling it failure. I think I like more the learning experience. Yeah, okay, good. It's a good attitude. Um, Great. I think that also helps me because I sometimes refer to failure and I don't think it's the right path, way to say it. These learning experiences, when you put out something and nobody really likes it. For example, you don't get likes, which is the, the very sad um, way metric, of metric yeah. of measuring somebody's success now, which is, it's sad, but it's a reality. Um, when you don't get the likes and no views and no shares, um, what you gotta do is very simple. You gotta go back and look at the product and ask what's wrong with it. What I do better? Criticize yourself. Learn from others. Don't treat it like, oh, I was unlucky. The product to make this cup required a bunch of models to make it what it is now. You know, products, industrial design is all about always refining the product. They always go back to what was wrong you fix it. You know, mm-hmm. the iPhone is keeps improving to make this perfect product. So much mistakes were made into this. Invaders and Connect the same. There is something that if you keep going the same way, when the Rosh Bakir, keep going your head right. to the wall. It won't work, man. So when I know this, I know I do something and it didn't work out. Try something different. Mm-hmm. Understand that you didn't work, not because you're unlucky or because something. So change, make a little spiciness into it. Take a risk. Do right. something you know. You do a brave thing. Go and ask a very famous person to help you repost. No shame. Message him two hundred times. Like, do the work, work in his house for a week. Be is like be is like made just to like do something unbelievable outside the block. Go in a conference and jump into the stage. You'll be like, please, you're my biggest thing. I want you to help me and support me grow. And um, collaborate with like other people. I don't know, man. Go jump in the sea naked. <laughs> just for for the sake of doing something crazy people go to extremes right. sometimes are very bad extremes but you gotta you gotta change your style when you reach a learning phase learning phase is about admitting that you didn't do well looking back and fixing it next time every small improvement will come together maybe two percent improvement every time you already have after a few weeks or months you have 30 percent improvement you will feel it in the audience you get 30 percent more views 100 percent, i guarantee yeah. I love that. I love the yeah, I think it's what, also what you good said there for, for the podcast here for every product this this podcast is amazing. If you're happy with what it is now, then keep running. If you're unhappy, look back. Where can I do better? Is it the beginning? Is it the platform I use? Is it the people I invite? Is it me being a host? Maybe I should change the host. Maybe I shouldn't be the host. Do I care about this product says because of my success or because of it's a podcast? Maybe I can mm-hmm. give up the host. Like I'm giving you like extreme right. reflections I make when I think I'm not good enough, I tell my team myself like I think I don't fit this topic. Okay. I don't even if this topic will be amazing. I feel I'll feel this topic fits this one better. You know, I feel like this topic shouldn't have been me. And we we you keep looking back and refining the product. Social media videos are product. You know, cat videos they seem to be lucky, funny cat moments, but the person who has a, a cat he probably made hundred videos of that cat. All right. <laughs> and one of them was funny, and that picked up. So that hundred different times he got it wrong, right? And one lucky time, like you know. Yeah, I think that's also a big <laughs> a big thing with uh, 
when people make it big, uh, whether it's in the influencer world or in general in business, uh, you see that snippet of cat video, you know, of it having going viral, but you don't see those hundred videos oh, yeah. of failure. You know, and and I love using that metaphor because every CEO that you talk to or, or listen to any podcast of, of a lot of different people that have reached the metaphorical mm-hmm. version of success have their you know pounds of failures to get to that point yeah and i think it's like i mentioned earlier it's important to come to that understanding that failure is not necessarily calling it failure in in english has that uh negative quantitative uh aspect to it so that's why i always try to make the shift to learning experience and even in the specific moment of making the the failure itself like you said you have that one day of you know you you, you're down and you're upset at yourself and it's totally fine you know it's it's needed in a way you need it if you don't have it you don't like enough it's just like when a girl you like or partner you like doesn't reply your text or is mad at you you go crazy for a full day Right. You really do. You don't understand why. You like her a lot. Even love her. You need to love it just like a partner. You know? Um, so I love I, that. I would take that as a as an important lesson also myself. I always I, I also sometimes don't treat my learning um learning opportunities, the failures, <laughs> I don't treat it well enough. Right. I uh, I blame others, I blame myself. I do I do things in a wrong way. I think it's a, it's, it's a, we're all young and we're all still learning and yeah like um incredible okay well do you think uh there's anything that you would want to add uh you know i, I feel like we covered a, a, a lot of uh your, your your background in white china do you have anything white that you'd want to say to any listener who uh is hearing you for the first time uh and wants to maybe start something or in general anything you'd want to add for the platform um interesting good question i was i had some some thought come out as we were talking about hustling and trying to like break through i think do not underappreciate your consistence in finding something or getting to somebody i think people that are in a spot to help you achieve something can be a teacher can be an influencer it can be a professor again it can be a, a a businessman that in a higher position or it can be an influential figure in the world of anything they seem to be busy seem to be everywhere but there's always a way to get to anyone in this planet i think the mentality of like we as people we can reach anyone can help you take it to the next level because the more you try to reach out to people that can help you and be consistent about it, you end up one day working with them and that will be your jumping um, to the next level to the next level opportunity. Why I'm saying this because I looked at my background and I kept trying to reach out to the furthest resource I had from me. I always tried to reach high. Even if it looked impossible, needed money, needed connections. You always somehow figure it out. And I think that mentality that you can reach anyone, everyone as everyone, could help when you try to do anything in life, especially in the influencer world where it's relied a lot of collaborations and working right. together. Um, 
So never give up on meeting your idol. For example, if you like Gary Vee a lot, you will definitely find a way to get to him. It might take a year or two, but you need to, you need to constantly want it. Email thing. You might end up working with him, featured on his thing, you know, and that can be very inspiring for you as a milestone for your next level. You to one conversation with your idol could maybe make you okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be brave enough to make a decision. I'm gonna quit my job and do this. You know, I'm gonna quit school, which obviously I don't call out for people to quit their jobs in schools. You know, it has to be depend on the situation. You know, I didn't quit my school and I should have many times if I look back because I, I couldn't balance the startup and the school, but I didn't because many reasons. So yeah, just like try reach out to people. You know, I like how Avi and I connected. It was great. I think it's it's nice. Avi is, is starting his path in the world of content uh, more and more. He's been doing stuff and now, now maybe our partnership can uh, can get somewhere, you know? For sure, with for sure. Avi's hustle and Avi's. I'm excited to see where we're we're gonna take things. Honestly, yeah, we'll see, man. It's yeah. it's all it's up to you to be honest. More than on me, I feel like if I can, given that I built something that's more focused on China at this point, so my time is there most of the time. You know, my, I'm trying to shift right. it. That's your it takes focus. Takes time, it takes time. It's just a lot of energy and time and the, the things to fix there are still. But when we start something new here, mm -hmm. it's the only winners are gonna be the one who take this. What's happening here? Yeah. And like taken on themselves like a life project yeah, it's almost you... like a child the, the parents are the ones that are the most proud always right uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying no i'm saying like it's who takes it the most seriously who pre pre makes it their life project right if we're like if, why israel Hulnikin becomes a life project of you of somebody that's where it will succeed if it just becomes a, a job a fun thing it might make some good stuff but it will not reach the potential it can be it could be the most popular video channel about Israel in the world. It will be like the most watched on Israel related content. And if it reaches that, it's only because of a full focused all in mentality. We can maybe reach it. You know, it's a dream. You know? Reposting this in, in a year. <laughs> Reposting this. Next to the. <laughs> awesome. Well, Raz, it's Good. been a pleasure and it's boiling. I didn't realize how hot it was yeah. outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you for coming down to be interviewed course, about uh, your, your path. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dreamer Talks. I'd love to have you back again next week. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review of what you thought of the podcast. I really like the input to make this podcast as engaging and entertaining as possible. So once again, a big thank you and I'll see you next week. Thank, thank you, you for, for watching, watching and keep, keep on dreaming. dreaming.